This is Roof English Radio with Darenata, daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof. Hello, it's Roof English Radio. I'm Darren Adam. Thanks very much for your company. I have come back to school today, a very special school. I've come to Elf School and we are having this conversation just a few days before Christmas. Nothing to do with the elf on the shelf, as far as I'm aware. A much more special Icelandic kind of elf that we're going to learn about today with the headmaster of the elf school. And that is Magnus Gjertsen, who is, has joined me today. Now, school's not open. This is a special class for me, isn't it? Yes, it is, of course. <laughs> we love celebrities. <laughs> are there any celebrity elves? Any famous elves? No, not in fact. But not yes, enough. there are. There are some elf leaders, uh, three or four places in the country, yes. Okay. So here we are in close to the centre of Reykjavik in Sirimuli, uh, which is where the elf school is based. It's been here since 1987. So tell me about the, the school and how it started and why you started it first. Well, the Elf School is run by the Paranormal Foundation of Iceland, and we were 10 or 11 or 12 teenagers in 1974 when we entered the university in Iceland. We wanted to do research in paranormal things, life after death, out-of-body experience, elves and hidden people, ghosts and aliens, and all these paranormal events and mm. phenomenon. And always people were always calling me, asking me about if I could take some lecture about elves because I'm family from Germany and family from UK and, and a couple from US and, 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 and. So we yeah. opened the Elf School in 1987. Now, I read on your website that 54% of Icelanders believe in elves. I think that's wrong. I think it's 100%, and it's only 54% that admit it. No, you're wrong. <laughs> I have met Icelanders that don't believe in it. Really? But uh, most of those who don't believe in it, they claim they don't believe, yes. they really take notice of it. I have uh, somewhere there are rocks out in the countryside where the state road company was supposed to mm. plan uh, smash the cliffs and get a road through there. And, and they moved it because the, all these problems that always occur when they, these elf places yes. are touched. And I have asked some of these people, uh, could you explode this stone for me? You don't believe now, so th this can't harm you. No, no, nothing. We're ready to do that. Yes. So they, they, they undirectly believe in elves. Yes, do. yes. And, and we have these examples, don't we, of roads that cannot be built with machinery breaking down and workforces becoming sick because it is believed they're trying to demolish a place that an elf lives or elves live. I could tell you dozens and dozens of stories of that. Yeah. Have you got one example of that that we can sort of point to and think uh, of? For uh, example, in Karavarholt, yeah. uh, the big stone that is aside the road now on the west part of the road, uh, it, that was supposed to be smashed in 1971. And the contractor, the director of the company that was supposed to smash it was Guilmund Reynasson, engineering. Mm but he was also leader of the spiritual organization. He told me everything in the construction went wrong. Mm -hmm. Workers were sick, uh, bad weather, accidents, troubles, strikes, the machines broke down and the machines were overheated and a major, major repairing cost. Magnus, everything went wrong that could go wrong. And this is just what we have heard from other places. Yes. In the end, he got a very psychic man to talk with the elves if they could move out of the stone because he needed to smash it. Yeah. No, they, uh, when the psychic men came to the stone, they were, the, the, the hidden people there was furious about this plan. But in the end, after 
quite a few three or four days discussion, negotiation, they agreed to move out of the stone for two or three days and a stone would be moved 15 meters out of the way. And two very big cranes came and lifted the stone and moved it away. Mm. Nothing happened after that. Right. And at some point you have to say, well, what other explanation is there? It has to be the elves. Many things, friend. <laughs> many things. Most things concerning elves and hidden people sounds yes. like magic. Yeah. But it is not. It's reality. It's another reality that Western people and normal people are not mm. used to. This is reality to Icelanders all these magic things that happens. Do they communicate? Obviously, they make their unhappiness known, presumably, if machinery breaks down and workforces get sick and roads can't be built. But do they communicate in other ways, do you think? They communicate in many ways. They come in dreams to humans. They're psychic people, all these 1,400 witnesses that I met, 900 Icelanders and 500 foreigners from 40 countries, they have only one thing in common. They are psychic. They have a sixth sense more than others. Everybody's a little bit of it, mm. but these witnesses have much more of it than the others. And they <coughs> normally can see them once in a while and mm. can't mm. talk with them. I know people that have been invited into the cliffs and eating food and came home with a stomach totally full. We have no logic explanation to this. We just have these witnesses, mm. endless amount of witnesses. Do we know if they exist in other countries? I mean, belief in elves feels very Icelandic, but do they inhabit other countries, other continents, do we know? Elves and other nature spirits is all over the world, everywhere. Iceland has this unique appearance. 54% uh, of Icelanders believe they do exist. This is normally 1% or 2% in most other countries. Yeah. Few countries, it's more. The uh, similar like the Aborigines in Australia and, and the Native Americans in North America. But we are very, very unique, and that has historical mm. reasons and also are the reasons of our location here in the North Atlantic. Mm. Now, d are they referenced at all in the, in the Norse myths or in Icelandic literature? Is there a record in this very literary country of them that we can, that we can trace and point to? Well, yes, it is. It's part of a Nordic uh, mythology, but it was a big part of the reality of my ancestors, the pagans, uh, believers, the mm. Vikings and others. This was part of their daily life and reality. Mm. <coughs> Christian was against it, but in Iceland, the Christianity and the church never attacked this because I have found so many witnesses that could confirm that the hidden people had very good contact with the priests, especially the bishops in Iceland. So there was a sort of a ceasefire. The church was officially against it, but it never did anything against it. Mm. That's why it uh, merged so much into the nation more mm. again. Do they help people? We know that they can get in the way if they feel their homes are going to be destroyed, which is you know, fair enough, but can they, and do they help humans? I studied history for five years in the university. I can claim Elves have saved hundreds of lives here, most really? likely thousands of lives through centuries. I know few elves, few humans that are still alive that uh, elves saved their lives. Oh, in what way? Most of the elves saving their lives was when humans were lost in space, out in the wild, in winters between farm, one farm and another, they got mm. totally lost, and the hidden people found them and hosted them. Most of these people, of course, died, but those that the hidden people found, they, they, they dried their clothes, gave them dry clothes, and cooked them warm meal for them, and hosted them until they could go yeah. home. 
So here at the Elf School, which has been up and running since 1987, and that was a time when far fewer people came to visit Iceland, who now comes here to the Elf School and what do they want to learn? People from all over the world come here. And the school is open all Fridays at 3 o'clock and people can also, can, if groups come here or individual, they can have a special session almost at any other time. But uh, those who come here <coughs> are interested tourists and want to hear about this. If it is, this is nonsense or not, it is not. It's mm. total mm. reality. Mm. And people are very impressed to hear all this and hear these stories. Two-thirds or three-fourths of the school is stories, telling stories, recent stories and older stories that I have collected from witnesses myself. So this is no nonsense. Yeah, and I was only half joking at the start when I referenced the elf on the shelf, which of course is a big part of commercial Christmas these days. And you're laughing <laughs> as I say that, but is there any link that you can see with the elves that have protected and lived in Iceland for such a long time with the, with the elf on the shelf that you might pick up in a department store? Well, <clears throat> this is as little commercial as possible. But this is old, I would guess if the public opinion poll would have been done <coughs> 1900, I think 80% of the nation would have believed in elves. Yes. Mm. Uh, this has reasons. <coughs> the Enlightenment never came to Iceland. It, the Enlightenment cleared, cleaned this out of all cultures, but we were isolated and out far of the Atlantic. Nobody came to here for centuries. That's why we still have this. Yeah. But unfortunately, we are a little bit slowly losing it because the Enlightenment is here and it's cleaning it away. The academics bully the witnesses normally, and they bully everybody to talk about this as reality. You can only talk about it as, as a fairy tale or adventure, not reality. I think it's wonderful that this institution exists so that people can learn about the elves. Can they graduate? Will they get some sort of diploma or certificate or degree in el elvish studies? <clears throat> Oh, yes, they get the best <laughs> diploma they can see. Uh, you, everybody that uh, graduated from here get a diploma. They had to finish the elves and they had to people research, study. And uh, <laughs> although it's a sort of a joke to have mm. this diploma to the guests, those who have passed this elf school for four hours, they know much more than even most Icelanders knew, know. Yeah, yeah. Because we have the historical background of this, uh, types of different elf stories, and really elaborate a little bit about how this reality is. The Elf School then is open on Fridays. Does that include this Friday before Christmas? Of course. Okay. In, in, in two days. Two days. Two days from now and then and then Fridays throughout. People can just drop in or best of all send us a tiny email or call us but they can everybody can drop in yeah. on Friday at three o'clock. Fantastic. Well and it's in English if people want to learn about this in English. <coughs> of course it's yeah, in yeah. English okay. but uh, those who prefer, they can have the lecture in Iceland. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, we'll put the details up on the website. I should say the room that we're in just now, it's very cosy in here. It's very nice and, uh, and warm. And you've got various elvish houses I can see up there. Just talk me through some of what's on this table here and, and how it relates to the, the studies. What, what, what have we got here? This is uh, Grilla. It's Grilla, isn't it? Yeah, mother yeah. of the Yule lads. Yeah. She's very ugly, and she has naughty kids in her back. Yes, she does. <laughs> Are these kids which didn't get clothes at Christmas? No, though, those kids go in the Yule Cat. Okay. The Yule Cat pick up those who didn't get any presents in the Christmas. But, but the, these aren't her kids, because her kids are the Yule lads. Uh, the, the, these kids are naughty kids that have been naughty. She takes them in their back and goes home with them in her cave up in the mountains. What does Grilla think of the elves? 
Does she like them? Does she get on I with them? I don't think she likes them because no. elves are kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she wouldn't get on with them, would she? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today. Very much appreciated. And it's it's great to see that there is still such an interest in, I mean, as you say, in all seriousness, it's an important part of Icelandic culture, isn't it? Yes. And this is reality. This is no nonsense. This is just mm. fact. Uh, it really has been a privilege to meet these 1,400 witnesses, and they normally stare in, in, in your eyes when they are telling you their experience. And <clears throat> and I wasn't drunk, and I'm not insane, and I'm not on drugs. And, and I, I can confirm all of that, in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> as far as I can tell. <laughs> that, that has been privileged meeting all these witnesses and yeah. hearing their experiences. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm the only man, man who has met all these 1,400 witnesses. Most of them have not met any other witness. Yes. Have you met elves, then? No, have you had an encounter of no, any I would, kind? I, I would have loved, I loved to do that when I was younger, mm-hmm. collecting these stories. But now it's quite good that I have not seen elves. Uh, it could color my um, scientific yeah. approach to I, this. I think what it means is that they trust you, and they trust the work that you're doing. They're happy to leave you alone and let you get on with educating people about them. I think that's what it means. Most of them do. Most of them. <clears throat> but some hidden people don't like me in my collection. Oh, really? Because they think they think that I am destroying the world. Uh, Magnus is a nice man, but he's collecting all the information about us. And, and, uh, and the future scientists will be mm. sooner to find us with all this information Magnus has collected. Well, this program, of course, will go into the Rouve archive as evidence of the elves' existence. We're on their side, aren't we? Yes, we are. We certainly. Are <laughs> Thank you so much, Magnus. Uh, great to talk to you today. The Elf School details on the website, which we'll put a link to on the page that accompanies this show from Rouve English Radio. The webpage is theelveschool.com theelveschool.com and, as I say, a link to that. Uh, available as well. Thank you very much. Have a fantastic Christmas. Gledeol. Gledeol. And would we wish the elves Christmas, uh, happy Christmas too? Yes, of course. Okay. They celebrate Christmas and they celebrate New Year also. Yeah. Do they do they really go for it at New Year? Are they party animals? No. Well, they are. <laughs> but they're much more Christmas party animals. Christmas party animals. That's what I like to hear. I'm a big fan of Christmas. Roof English Radio. Uh, Get in touch with us anytime by email, english at ruv.is. There is more from Ruv English with all the news from Iceland in English at ruv.is slash English. Ruv English Radio is daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Ruv.